say better buddies in a mirror three times and nothing will happen. And welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got James. Hello. And John. I'm Calvin. Hello. Oh, oh hello, God. Calvin. <laughs> I'm Calvin for this week, I guess. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Welcome Thanks for welcoming podcast. me. Oh. You're welcome, buddy. Oh. Roll credits. Everybody's over. Season finale. <laughs> we don't have a season finale until someone finds out the hidden puzzle that I have hidden in the podcast. Oh my god, is this like a is this like a national treasure thing or is this like a saw thing? It uh, depends on how quickly you oh. solve the puzzle. Oh my god, that sounds like a saw thing. Uh, yeah, that does sound <laughs> like <completely>. saw. <laughs> yeah. You've got a certain like amount it. of time where it's a national treasure thing, and after that point, it becomes a saw thing. So who's Nicolas Cage? Who is uh, 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 um, Kruger? And who is, uh, what's his fucking face, Riley? I can't remember the actor's name. Oh. I think I'm Nick Cage. You can Nicolas be Nick Cage. Cage. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Declaration of Independence. Okay, I'll be Diane Kruger then. <laughs> Tag yourself. I'm glad, I'm glad we settled it. <laughs> I'm the fan. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, good job, everybody. Yeah. Alvin can be John Boy. <laughs> you stole the Declaration of Independence. Shut up, Dad! I need to learn it! <laughs> Give me a lemon and a hair dryer, Dad. Give me a lemon and a hair dryer. <laughs> What's a freaking pizza? Uh, that movie's awesome. I miss you. Watch that again. I know. I like. I miss when blockbusters were like. I feel like that was the last era of like, like corny, corny blockbusters. Mm. Like it was kind of self-referential, but it was also mostly just kind of like sincere. And it's kind of like cheesy in some parts, but that's what I like about it. So yeah, our better buddies icebreaker this week. Speaking of uh, ancient history, if you yeah. had to spend a decade in a different century, which one would you pick? Uh, the same mm. place geographically, so you'll be exactly where you are right now, but it's a different time. Oh, Wisconsin twenty one hundred. Oh Man. my god! <laughs> well, wow. you got me. There's no yeah. restrictions on going into the future. You, this yep, 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 yep. True. We'll be underwater in a trash heap, but that's okay because it's the future. <laughs> well, we have the trash heap part though. Wisconsin's in the middle of a continent. Yeah, but that's we'll still be underwater. Yeah, you underestimate <laughs> 900 years of global warming. <laughs> oh my god, I. I would say I would want to go like because okay so if I'm in Marquette I would say uh, eighteen like the eighteen thirties maybe why um, because I've read some of like Emerson and Thoreau and stuff like that and people talked a lot about how like in the mid eighteen hundreds like the the country felt very like young it was i i will defend this position i will say that the 19th century was the most like american century for the united states because it was like the time where the united states was not embroiled in any like necessarily overarching foreign conflicts it was kind of just focusing on developing itself um and people from that era wrote about how like there was a lot of kind of like discovery of identity and kind of cementing what it meant to be an American. That's when like the transcendentalists came around and some of the naturalists and people who like wrote like some of the first great American authors like Mark Twain and people like that were kind of kicking around. So I'd love to be around like the 1830s probably would be, would be when I would want to. Okay. If you kick it forward a decade, you could be there for the state's foundation. That'd be interesting. Um, 
Oh shit, that's right. If I was in 1840, at least 48 is Wisconsin. I'm not quite sure when Michigan was formed. I don't know when Michigan was formed either. Either I, way, I, James, I, you wouldn't be able to. You'd have to like travel for a year to get there. No, yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I would probably have to travel for like a good month, maybe. But that would be that'd be kind of cool to like. I don't know. I feel like that would make the the trip like mean something. And I don't mean to be like, yeah, man. That like, the dysentery. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. Like, there's you know, thread of all that shit, but. Um, I think it'd still be worth it. I just want to see what like the country would be like around that time. So I'm Fair. definitely do that. John, you sticking with jumping ahead? Um, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't really have a time I would want to go back to. I don't think. I, you, you've inspired me, John. I want to go to 2070. Oh no! Live 2070 oh. to 2080. Get that glimpse of the future, but hopefully I would still be alive and be able to like look myself up and do all the research on myself. Well, you started a paradox. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> the paradox oh, solves yeah. itself. Because, Does that only happen in the past? Um, paradox technically only happens in the if you go to the past, uh, and caught and change something. If you go to the future, it's uh, it's a closed loop. I was gonna say, I thought Futurama like quote unquote solved the time travel paradox by just like making the statement that the whole like all of time is one big like loop, <laughs> essentially. That like everything happens like again and again and again, like eternal recurrence. That's and the one where they just in, in trying to get back to their own time, they can't travel backwards in time, but they can travel forwards. They can only so go they forward. just keep <laughs> looping forwards, hoping that they'll yeah. stop at the right point. Yeah, and the first we're time they're... To go again. Yeah, exactly. The first time they try and hit it, they miss by like two minutes, so they have to go through the whole death of you. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, I've been rewatching that show. I love that so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Our next segment: Better Buddies Recommend. We recommend a piece of media to enjoy. <clears throat> uh, do you get? Do either of you want to go first, or I can give my kind of dumb recommendation? Dumb recommendation. Dumb recommendation. Uh, So my recommendation is musical. Uh, The Lego Company put out an album. What? It's called Lego White Noise. Uh, It's seven tracks, half an hour each, of white noise made using Lego bricks. Is this like a blue band group? Like they're playing instruments made out of Lego bricks? Is it like no, Lego like, bricks being shifted around? Like what is like it? Like Lego bricks shifted around. Like the first track is uh, like two people building. So it's like the you hear the paper as the page turns and the shuffling of the bricks and like the clicking together. That is so fascinating. Waterfall oh, is like the sound of Lego bricks being dumped. What What compelled them to do that? Do they say? I haven't heard any, like, particular reasons why. I suspect. Uh, part So because of the pandemic a lot, they had, like, a 14% increase above their projected stuff in their from, like, the first lockdowns. But the they were kind of expecting, oh, we got this bump from lockdown. It'll peter out once people go back to work and school. And it didn't. So they had an influx of new 18 plus age group builders. So a lot of the sets that are being released now, not a lot, but an increasing number have been more adult oriented. Uh, there's a bonsai tree, a vase of Lego flowers. So as another one of those, like, Hey, here's something adults like kind of like those adult coloring books. Here's a Lego white noise album. That is fascinating. I I mean, I could definitely see, like, I don't know, it sounds kitschy now, but I could definitely see, like, fast forwarding 10 years, I could see Lego, like, interior decoration. I know it's probably already a thing in some capacity, but I could see it being a genuine, like... You say that. (laughs) That sounds so uncomfortable. (laughs) Not not even, like, not like a Lego couch, but, like, I could see, like, a Lego, like, a vase. Or, Or like, like a a, uh, picture? Yeah, well, I'm sure, I, I, again, I'm sure that these things exist. In the last year, uh, there have been three, and now a fourth one has come out for Harry Potter, Lego Pictures. Are there, I think it's like four or five now. Uh, where you buy the set, it's like 150 bucks, but it's a mosaic picture 
of, like, they have a Star Wars one, and you can, depending on where you put the bricks, you can make a different image. They've got a Star Wars one that's, like, Darth Vader, uh, an Iron Man one, a Marilyn Monroe one, a Harry Potter house one. Is it Marilyn Monroe, like, the Andy Warhol Marilyn Monroe? Okay, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. If you buy three of them, you can put Mm -hmm. them together to make one larger picture. Oh, that's cool. That's really what do cool. What the instruction right? books look like for those? Insane. <laughs> it's like, Sorry. here's the picture. Relevant. <laughs> that's, so, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Who'd like to go next? I could go. I got I got one. All right. Um, I, I guess I'll just go with Futurama. Uh, I don't think I've recommended this yet, but I've been rewatching Futurama. Um... For the past couple weeks, uh, I've watched the series through at least once before, like all the way through. Um, I know, like, obviously, Futurama, it like lives in the shadow of The Simpsons because it was made by the same guy. Um, So I know that, like, some people don't like it because they feel like it's just like a a dumb spinoff almost of The Simpsons. And um, it doesn't really share a very similar humor style, like. The Simpsons went through a lot of very interesting kind of face changes where it started out as like a realistic family sitcom and then it kind of morphed into like a surreal cartoon and now it's kind of just like a milk toast like Fox, you know, standby or whatever uh, for their animation block. But like Futurama is definitely much more cynical. It's much more fast paced, much more like gag oriented and it can definitely be sentimental at times. Um, but like... For anyone who doesn't know what it is, like really quick, uh, it it centers around like a, a delivery guy, Philip J. Fry, who on New Year's Eve, 1999, while he's delivering a pizza, uh, accidentally falls into a, a cryogenic uh, pod and is frozen for a thousand years and wakes up in the year 2999, which eventually becomes the year 3000. And the show follows him like uh, working as a delivery boy for an intergalactic delivery company called Planet Express. Um it's a it's a very very good show like I, I think it's it's some of the funniest animation like i've ever seen um and i don't know i just really enjoy it i i, I i've watched or listened to like interviews with um some of the creators of uh both the simpsons and futurama and they say that like they've tried to frame it as um like the Simpsons is kind of like Irish American humor where it centers around like a, 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 a kind of slovenly good natured, like character like Homer Simpson and the, the humor results from like his kind of innocent outlook on life, which results in a lot of kind of like accidental chaos and disruption and things like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like people have said that Futurama, the creator said that they wanted to make it like more kind of, Jewish type humor where it's a little more cynical, a little dry, very like tongue in cheek, but there is still like a sentimentality that underscores everything. It's kind of like a, like you might get knocked down 18 times, but you pick yourself back up, you know, after every time with a smile on your face sort of thing. Um, okay. And I just find that kind of description interesting. I, I think it's a, it's a really good show. And if you want to see like kind of a classic animated comedy, definitely check it out. Uh, question for you on that. Have you watched, uh, Disenchanted or Disenchantment or whatever it is? I have not. I have not watched Disenchantment. I, I kind of want to, I've heard, uh, both good and bad things about it. I, I like, it didn't interest me right away, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what to think about it cause I haven't seen it. I would say you <clears throat> should watch it because okay. it's very similar. I find it more similar to Futurama. Okay. In that kind of, well, and like you said, get knocked, a little more cynical, get knocked down 18 times, pick yourself back up again. Um, But it's also, it's kind of, I feel like it's a progression of The Simpsons was pure comedy initially. Mm-hmm. Futurama was comedy with storyte- with a little storytelling in it, because it did yeah. have like a finale and like, reoccurring mm-hmm. plot as it went through. And Disenchantment okay. is more of that, like, trying to get an even split. Well, it's interesting because I know, <clears throat> I mean, at least in Futurama, they, li- they, th- every episode is loaded 
with like, I mean, it like, I think there was literally a survey done or like a, a genuine poll or whatever. And the Futurama writer's room was like one of the smartest writer's room ever assembled, like multiple PhDs, at least most people had at least a master's degree. A lot of them had it like mathematics and physics, and they ended up being comedy writers. And like, they made like, a lot of jokes center around like, like, I don't know, modern day science, like scientific equations, like, well, uh, they, or um, just tro tropes of science story of them having created a brand new mathematical formula specifically yeah. and like solving a scientific problem because they needed to make a joke. Yeah. They, they literally, um, at least within the context of the show, like there's an episode where they work with the Harlem Globetrotters who in the fiction of the show are not just like a basketball team. They're like some of the most brilliant minds like that earth has. And <laughs> they, they all come together and they may, I can't remember what the equation is for, but it, it was like, an actual functional equation um, that could be like formed and executed um, in a very contextual basis, but still one that was like a, a, like you said, like a new mathematical equation that was developed just specifically for the show itself. Was so it like the body swapping problem. I think it was actually, I think it was. Yeah. That's a good memory. Yeah. Um, What's the problem? I think it was, it was like, how do you swap bodies um because everyone has like there's an episode where they all have like swap bodies and everyone like who has swapped a body you need someone to prompt you to swap to swap a body so how does the last person swap bodies hmm. i think that's i think that's the problem and they like i can't remember how they solve it but i, I think that's the gist of it but it sounds like an inductive proof to me <laughs> proof by induction it's a great like I'm not going to lie, John. I, they might even make a joke about inductive proofs. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, like they throw shit like that out all the time. And they, they, because it's from the guy who made the Simpsons, they get like so many different like guests, everyone from the beastie boys to Gary Gygax, the creator of dungeons and dragons to Al Gore. <laughs> Gygax like, made it on? Yes. Yeah, he did. Him, him and Al Gore appear in the same episode. <laughs> it's awesome like the show because it doesn't have like the weight or the history or the expectation of the simpsons to me feels a lot more fun so and i haven't even seen a lot of the simpsons so i can't necessarily comment but yeah i would say definitely check out futurama awesome last but not least john uh, sorry calvin what do you got for us <laughs> yes um so i'm gonna Keep mine a little brief, I guess. Um, over the last three weeks, I've watched a very unhealthy amount of Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. that'd be my recommendation. I'm at like episode one thirty-eight. I, I was afraid you were about to say episode one. I was like, how how much Naruto have you watched that you're still on episode one? Unhealthy amount, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's you know probably like twenty hours of television, Do maybe more. <laughs> you have a favorite arc or like an episode yet? Oh, my favorite episode, I think it's the hundredth one. Um, okay. They have a teacher. His name's Kakashi and he like always wears a mask. <clears throat> yeah. And they spend the whole episode like trying to figure out what's under the mask, what his face looks like. <laughs> it's <just laughs> so ridiculous. I like when, uh, I like when anime does like that type of stuff where it's just kind of a goofy plot. It's like I good filler. <laughs> I went for a camping trip once and uh, I brought like a book along with me just to like read occasionally. And one of the guys who like watched Naruto, he said, I, I reminded him of Kakashi sensei because he's always reading a book, but the, they find out or something like what the book actually is. And it's like pornography or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you. It's definitely like, like a romance novel or something. <laughs> okay. Like an etching <laughs> or whatever. That's, that's not, not too far off base, but you know, <laughs> whatever. No, that's that's cool. That's um, who's your favorite character? I don't know. There's so many. Like they're all so strong in their own roles too. Like the world behind it's very cool. Everybody's really well developed. I was gonna say I don't know much about Naruto other than it's like they're they belong to ninja clans or something like that, and they like engage in different kinds of kind of like I don't know what to call it magic, but it's like like. I they call it jutsu. 
Yeah. June 2. Okay, that's it. So, like, what is the actual, just like a brief, like, backstory to that that world, I guess? Um. So there's, like, five major villages uh, across the world. And, I don't know, they kind of each have their own style of jutsu. All of their mm-hmm. own traditions and customs. Um, the main village is the one hidden in the leaves, which is where Naruto and all the other characters are from. So, um, there's like this backdrop of like a huge civil war 12 years ago with a giant spirit that got sealed into Naruto. Okay. Oh. And then just like the consequences <laughs> of that playing out all these years later, plus some other actors pulling the strings behind the scenes. Okay. That's okay, the big so... fox thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And that's not a spoiler. That's in the first episode. So. Mm. No, I mean, I think I think most people who are like relatively like at least anime Jason probably will associate like Naruto with the fox like symbolism. Like that's pretty prevalent in a lot of the promotional stuff or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like an Avatar The Last Airbender situation a little bit with that setup. I guess like a kid with special powers and he's got to learn, I'm assuming, to like control them somehow. But he's kind of a goofy kid. So he's like handling being a kid while also being imbued with like abilities and shit like that my tracking um kind of it, it's more of a struggle to use his um powers than to control them really okay um so he's got to like learn how to unlock them more you know it's cool but yeah it, it's got themes like of determination of self-improvement of like helping your fellow man and leaving no one behind like uh awesome. like all those other ones in the in that uh, yeah. shonen right but yeah, but like also, depe- <laughs> depressive loneliness, oh. betrayal, <laughs> death. Oh, me. Sounds like a sounds like an anime to me. <laughs> yeah, it's got everything. That's awesome. So, That's cool. um, I found out to d- my dismay, there's a sequel series called Naruto Shub- Shippuden. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one is 500 episodes long. Oh. The classic series is 220 episodes long. So. Jesus. If so, I'm going to finish, I have a long road ahead of me. <laughs> do you count uh, Boruto, the one about his kid, as another I, series in that line? Could. Um, I'm currently not, but we'll see if I ever finish Shippuden. Fair. Damn. That's cool. So yeah, that's my recommendation and what I've been doing with my life as of late. Um, oh, yeah. So if you want to join me, check it out. It's on Hulu. Oh boy. All of it. All of it is on Hulu. All oh. <laughs> 700 plus episodes. I don't even bought Hulu without ads, so I could just keep watching this show without commercials. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that master move right there. I wonder how much time that saves you. Oh, so much. Dude, the commercials were annoying. Oh. Yeah. Did yeah. I get out? No. no. You're here. No, okay. I, if I ever, like, I, I deleted my Netflix and Hulu a while ago, but if I ever, like, get them back, which I probably will someday, like, I'm definitely, I used to have Hulu with the ads, and it is, like, one of the most annoying things in the world. Like, I would want to watch It's Always Sunny all the way through, and then, like, it's always, like, right when they get to a joke, and then the ad just cuts in, and I'm like, you fucking suck. I don't want to get <laughs> blue apron garbage anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. The main stickler for me was the the theme song. It's exactly one minute and forty seven seconds long. Like every iteration of it, they do, <laughs> and they would play an ad right after it. So like, even if you skipped ahead, you would get hit with an ad. <laughs> oh, that's oh. That's exactly what happens with South Park when you watch on Hulu. Like it's always an ad right after the theme song that fucking blows. That's dumb. Yeah, just I mean, like, I... put it thirty seconds later. Yeah, I mean, I get it, like, because I think it's how South Park was structured, maybe when it aired just on regular television, like, sometimes it would have a commercial, like, in between the theme song and the actual show, but at the same time, like, I don't know, I don't know why they would structure them that way, I don't know if it's because, like, give somebody time, like, if they know the theme is on, they can go get food or whatever, and then come back and still catch the opening part of the show without missing anything but i thought I part know. of it would be because uh, they used to have it on the dining halls uh as one show's credits are ending the intro of the next show starts playing it's oh. like they'll do that split screen thing where like the bigger yeah. part is the uh, intro of the next show but the bottom is the credits and you know, like yeah, bottom strip 
So yeah, if you run them overlapping, then once the credits, or the, once the intro for South Park ends, you hit commercial because it's technically still part of the same time block as the end of whatever was playing before it. That's really smart. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, I, I would bet that probably plays into it. Yeah. Nice. Neat. You, Mr. TV Detective. Yeah, I'm on the case, see? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm, uh, I'm TV Detective. Where'd my extra uh, channels go? Where are they? <laughs> Um, I noticed, sir, that you claim to have been at home watching The Big Bang Theory at 7pm. However, I noticed that TV Guide open on the table there says Big Bang Theory doesn't start until 7.30. My god, he's good. Can you account for that half hour, sir? My <laughs> god. Who the fuck watches The Big Bang Theory? Shut up! It's working! <laughs> Crimes against humanity right there. <laughs> it, was... <laughs> it was 7 Eastern. Wrote Bazinga backwards on the wall in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Ouija board Bazinga. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do you think oh that's where God. they got that word when they're in the writer's room? They're like, okay, we need to give this guy a catchphrase. He's obsessed with pop culture and characters with yeah. catchphrases. We need to give him a catchphrase. We got nothing. Break out the Ouija board. See what we get. Whip out the Ouija. No, I definitely think Bazinga is the word of the Eldritch God that uh, consulted. (laughs) (laughs) Name the Eldritch God that consulted on the Big Bang Theory. That's what made it so addictive. Like the more people who watch, the the stronger it gets. No, 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 no. Reverse it. Reverse it. The writers' room had to contain an Eldritch horror, and the only way they could do that was to write it into the show. That's why oh, it's both it's so like, addictive and, frankly, not that good of media, because it had to run for so long, and the Elder Tor keeps trying to break out. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. They had to create a show that would be long lasting enough where they could divvy up the god into so many like small component parts <laughs> and never reassemble. Into so many commercial breaks. Yeah, that's also why I just did it for fleeting frames. Like they all look like they're dead for a moment, and. Uh, <laughs> And then every time they say Bazinga, it, like, redraws that part of the Eldritch Horror to that episode. Yeah, it's, that's, that's when it almost breaks. Steel tip. They, have say, they have to say the incantation at least once every few episodes to keep it sealed in. <laughs> uh, that would actually, that, that would make a way more interesting show than whatever. <laughs> I actually, I don't even really hate The Big Bang Theory that much. It's just kind of like a, a boilerplate network sitcom that everybody decided to like make a giant fucking crap over. But like, I mean, I get why people don't like it, but I would definitely watch a sequel series where they do that as the main storyline. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like a show behind the show where it's like the actors all have to like, <laughs> that would be awesome. That that would be cool. I would to do something that. zany every five episodes to keep the elder tour locked away. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm picturing we go one step larger. Okay. We do this, but uh-huh. because the story is the writer's room trying to contain this eldritch horror, yeah. one sitcom style isn't enough. So you get that uh-huh. thing where like sitcoms that run too long start to like self-consume and turn to other things and jump the shark. Yeah, like, yeah. With Happy Days. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> or like um, uh, Urkel. How Urkel was in a crap ton of er, like '90s sitcoms just because he was the thing. So he they can mix them all together. <laughs> Did, <he got> <laughs> yeah. Did Bazinga oh. do that? No. Oh. You'll let him like, free, RJ. History of American network television is the history of trying to contain this like eldritch god and like get the Big Bang Theory was one show and a long and eternal line who were the vanguard of like protecting the unwitting public from uh <laughs> from the unrelenting uh Lovecraftian horror <laughs> behind so their television screens. Every most popular TV show is just the next step of trying to bind this monstrosity. <laughs> it gets stronger. <laughs> it's like an antibiotic. <laughs> it explains why Criminal Minds is at 15 seasons. Yeah, oh they're my. still trying their best. Oh my god. 
I never got into those crime shows. I'm not going to lie. Like, I know, I know people like really enjoy them and it's, it's not even a thing like, Oh, like, how could you like it? Like I totally get it. But I, I don't know why I just never, like, I never found them uh, that captivating, but I definitely get why people watch them for sure. The, the weird thing is it's kind of for the character development in my experience. <laughs> no, so I could like watch a lot of them. I, that's what I've heard from a lot of people. Like that's what I've seen with fans of these shows where it's like, you don't get a fan who's only seen like a few episodes or like one or two seasons. Like most fans of these shows have been following them since like the beginning and they've seen every season. And I think you're right. Like it is, it does seem to be more centered around like following these kind of characters. It becomes like a shonen anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All crime following... shows are just shonen anime. <laughs> that's our answer, Japan. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> gave, we gave you the bomb, then you gave us hentai, then we gave you, I don't know. Crime shows. Crime shows. It's so true, though. Because, like, it was anime. <laughs> I watched the first few seasons of Cr- Criminal Minds, and mm. much with, like, any sort of crime fighting detective show anywhere, whether it's Arrow or Criminal Minds or Psych. It always has to get bigger, and after, like, two seasons, they go, oh, crap, regular crime is boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We need nuclear-powered yeah. burglars now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it makes, it makes sense. I mean, like, that's not necessarily something that's completely new to storytelling. I mean, everybody knows that, like, the old Victorian authors, like Dickens or fucking whoever, even, like, in Austin or some of those people, to a degree, like, made a lot of their money... Um, I mean, especially Dickens, like, made a lot of his money. The reason some of his books are so, like, on is because he would just sell them in serialized versions. They pay by the word. So, yeah. like, the yeah. more you write, the, like, the even if it's, yeah, even if it's fluff, the more you get paid. So, um, it's interesting that that practice hasn't really, like, ceased. Uh, it's it just clearly kind of it works. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think people, like, they're, because, like, people consume stories or, or, you know, interact with them in different ways. Like some people really do just love a singular story with like a bunch of characters that they can kind of just follow. They don't necessarily need like all the shit that's on television. They don't need that scope. They just kind of want one that works for them. And then they kind of just stick with it. I'm kind of in the middle. Like I have a few shows that I go back and I basically rewatch like consistently. That's kind of like it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on to our next segment. Oh yeah, because you know we're not a we're not a TV podcast. Yeah, oh damn, not yet, son, not yet. <laughs> I have to keep containing the eldritch horror that is James's movie degree. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> just wait till you find out. Just wait till you find out what H.P. Lovecraft's cat's name was. Ooh, <laughs> everyone's Google that after this episode. Google it right now. I'm going to warn you, you're not going to be happy with the results. I mean that seriously. <laughs> Wait, why? I don't know. Google it right now. Was it, was it pause? Sure. If uh, I need to know now. Certainly sounds like it's not going to be a positive experience. Did he even it's have not... a cat? He did have a cat. HP Lovecraft. Cat. Why is this a thing? Oh, hang on. It, oh, it's a oh, Google no. search. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No. That's, that's not good. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Don't Google it. You don't want to know. No, I'm going to say you you should rather Google it than ask anyone to say it. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I, I think I'd, I would disagree, John. I think I'd much rather read it. Oh, okay. I, I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were trying to tell somebody else to say it. No, no. Like, that is not a word to be spake. No, no, we don't need anyone saying that. It's a fun little piece of writer trivia. If it helps anybody's conscience, H.P. Lovecraft was a miserable human being for most of his life. So. He's also super racist. He was, incre- like, incredibly. And that, that, that cat's name is just, like, the tip of the iceberg. He was also, like, a hypochondriac, like, I- incredibly so. Um, and wasn't he anti-Semitic? That, that seems to track. Yes. Well, he was like, he was kind of just anyone who wasn't like us, Him? like who was, who wasn't a, what is that? White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Like, yeah. Anyone who wasn't that, uh, he was pretty, pretty, uh, antagonistic towards, but he just had a larger, like, I think he was basically agoraphobic. Like he had a larger thing of just like, he didn't like going outside. He was always sick. Like 
he he was kind of a like a basket case, but that's why his horror is so good. Like it all, stuff like that can really only come from somebody who's like that kind of like right in the border between yeah, like disturbed and somewhat lucid enough to be able to write it down. So cool. Old trivia, yeah. Uh, our next segment, better buddies, uh, how to be a better buddy, or give some real and some comedic advice. Our first question this week, uh, we find these from Yahoo Answers. Do you like looking back at photos? I like looking forward at photos. Oh. Hey. hey. <laughs> look at that. Hey. <laughs> man. Um, but actually, I never really like go back and look at photos. I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I will do it. I don't have like a whole lot of photos that I like could go back through. I don't have like an, a photo, you know, a physical photo album. I don't really a lot of photos of myself and my siblings like on my phone that I don't have like readily accessible that I haven't seen like when I open my photo app but I, I like doing it um actually I, I do yeah well I was gonna say that's one of the things I like about Facebook's like on this day you posted notifications right. of like it'll pop up things I don't remember that I mm-hmm. took so if I could get that but on my phone to just be like oh hey by the way on this day you took these pictures you kind of can. Well, there's it's like called yeah, time hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the the um, I think your photo app like will categorize them by date and stuff like that. So you could do that. And I mean, Snapchat does it with you know memories or whatever. Yeah. Um, Speak. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I do that. I actually uh, instead of like photos, I'll go back. Like I've been doing it quite a bit recently, and just going back through like stuff that I've written either on my own or with other people. And it's just kind of fun to read that. Like some of the mission scripts that we wrote, like I've oh, read, read a few of those. Burn they're like, it. they're, they're cringy. Like they're absolutely cringy, but there is an earnestness and kind of an innocence there that I find very charming. So um, I don't know if that's just kind of a, a bias. Um, it is. I, I, I mean, it is, but to a degree, I do think, like, it is, there is, like, a youthful kind of energy there I find uh, very engaging. So, it's kind of fun. But looking at photos is kind of the, the same thing for me. Okay. Our next question. How to initiate a friendship with someone you have nothing in common with? Further details. So, me and this one other person have a lot of mutual friends, but we don't talk much and don't have much in common at all. The only thing we really have in common is that neither of us really have anything to do or anyone to hang out with. I want to give it a shot, though, because I'd like to make more friends, and I think they would, too. Anyone have any tips or advice? Each the best deal together. There you go. (laughs) Nothing forms a common bond of brotherhood like fucking chopping off a few Frenchmen's heads. (laughs) Let me tell you what. It worked for the revolution for all of, like, five years. Yeah, you know, and then and then it all, they weren't friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, and then it worked so well that they started doing it to each other. And if that's not true friendship, I don't know what is. Sharing the guilt here. Uh, you cut my head off, I'll cut yours off. Hey, my back, I'll scratch yours. Hey, I I would say, I mean, honestly, my go-to when I have been <clears throat> in a place where I don't know people, and if I'm in a crowd or you know we're sitting next to each other or whatever, like I will there's like ambient chatter i will sometimes like make a joke to myself i know that's a little you know whatever but if somebody laughs or they respond to that like then you can open up kind of conversation that way uh regardless of having maybe nothing in common uh, if you can at least laugh together you could probably talk about something um i mean I, i don't know what the situation is if you even be in the you know able to do that but that's what i've done before go bowling also works no seriously like some like even just like asking if they want to i don't know go to a restaurant or get coffee or anything that is a activity that will form a memory because right now you are strangers but strangers are only strange strangers are only friends you haven't met yet yeah i mean and if you i mean the thing that you have in common is that you storm the best deal yeah exactly yeah the perfect game Yeah, and like What's you the said, like, the thing that you have in common is a that you don't think you have anything. Both of you seem to not think that you have anything in common, but at the same time, like like this advice thing says that you both don't have really any 
anyone to hang out with, so... Here's a fun activity. So, you gather your forces and siege their town, burn their crops, and drive their people from their houses. No, no, don't do this. This is bad advice. (laughs) They will eternally remember this, and may even swear a vengeance oath on you, where they will hunt you to the ends of the earth for the rest of their days, trying to kill you. You will spend all of your time together because they'll be trying to kill you and you'll be trying not to get killed. I think we have different definitions of friendship. No, that's kind of like being a guardian angel. Well, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But... Well... But... (laughs) Yeah, but... Wait, that phrase is ostensibly supposed to mean that your enemies are not supposed to know that you're enemies. (laughs) That's the point. No. (laughs) That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, you're right. That is just a dishonest relationship. Um, either Honesty do it or... is so important in a relationship of any kind. Almost as important as bloodlust. Almost. <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. It, it, it edges out honesty by just a little bit. And vengeance. Don't pretend vengeance. Yeah, we could say by a razor thin margin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> razor thin. Yeah, like that That's knife blade you stabbed in their wife's back. Hey-o. Or okay. like or. Or like the guillotine, that's what okay, they used to buddy. call it. the Bastille. <laughs> used to call it the People's Razor. So, mm. shame. Well, Real close to shave, yeah. A much more egalitarian death than nooses, so it's got that going for it. That I don't understand. How is that egalitarian? Like, I guess is it because um, everybody gets, like, killed at the same time, essentially? Like, It's quick right? and painless for everyone. So Except for that the, whole, the like... Difference- Oh, I was gonna say, except for that whole like your brain is still processing things for a good like seven seconds afterwards. Yeah, and except when the blade gets stuck. But um, <laughs> so how it how it played out beforehand is like all the lower class citizens on their execution they were hung to death, where they would sit there and you know be strangled for minutes on end waiting to die. Mm. But if you were wealthy, somebody would just kill you with a sword or something, and you'd just be done with. Interesting. They, guillotine made it the same for everybody you know yeah. so, quick and relatively painless death for wasn't everyone there, wasn't there that guy who hung out <clears throat> around the the main court like guillotine quarter or like plaza and he would bring bodies back and pump like dog's blood through them and he'd like dissect them and he'd yeah. try to like reanimate them early modern medicine I always, thought, I always thought that was an interesting story it's uh kind of fascinating how brutal like medicine used to be and arguably like give it 500 years and people are going to be looking at what we're doing now and they'll be like what the fuck put needles in your arm barbarians you put needles in your arm and bathe each other in radiation yes no seriously x-rays are going to be like holy shit you guys could have lived to be like 200 years if you weren't consistently yeah and chemo oh Oh, yeah and no, chemo is basically like the, it is like the uh, Vietnam, like napalming, like rolling thunder equivalent of like medical technology. Like it is so, like even I feel like now it just seems so like barbaric. Like it, like, I don't know. I mean, because the whole idea works. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole idea is what? That you have to kill most of the body and then you just hope that the cells that are going kind of rampant, like die with it yeah um, and you just gotta keep doing that until they all die and hope um, the host doesn't yeah so not a not a great solution we're gonna have to find a better one um but but in the I, meantime I, if you want to yeah. make friends with someone find a mm-hmm. common activity like that you go and do together and start together find someone you can go on tangents with like we just did there exactly. you go you'll be happy that is true, friendship. People who put up with your tangents. <laughs> Our next question. Why hasn't she accepted my friend request yet? Further details. So I sent this girl I knew from school a friend request on Facebook. About three weeks later, she's still, she's still not accepted and she's been active. I can't think of a reason as to why she would leave me hanging. It's not as if I'm trying to get into her pants either. She was just a mutual friend I went to school with. Um, short answer. She doesn't have to, and she doesn't want to, so she's not going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like, yeah. I, I well, one to find a mutual friend. Like, if you guys actually knew each other, like you were talking, and like it was a good relationship, and she's not accepting, that might be a little bizarre. But also, maybe she just doesn't 
Here's the thing. Sometimes when it shows you as active on Facebook, it is literally just because you've turned on your phone, especially if, if you have the app and it is like, it, it, like it is up and you didn't close the window, you will be shown to be active on Facebook when you're not actually using the website. So yeah. that is one. Um, two, kind of going along with what John said, like, I don't it's know, John. I get, I mean, sir, fuck. <laughs> Calvin. I'm sorry. I'm pulling off the mask <laughs> now. It was John the whole time. Oh, oh yes. Like Mission Impossible wow. here. Wow. Dramatic reveal halfway through, am I right? Oh my <laughs> god. Where's Kelvin? Plot thickens. Kelvin's not um, here anymore. He's not here anymore. <laughs> but he'll be back next week, probably. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Um uh, I, I would just, yeah, I mean, like, it's fucking Facebook. Like, Facebook is the Walmart of social media right now. Like, who gives a fuck if you, like, <laughs> hang out on it? Like, I, I, there are way better apps or websites to concern yourself. Like, I would almost advocate going on 4chan right now more than I would fucking Facebook. Like, there's Yikes. more about there. I, there's there's some, okay, some okay stuff on there. Go on the literature board. Go read books. Go outside and take a walk. Don't don't fucking worry about some question. Some fucking broad you went to high school with not accepting your friend request. Who fucking cares? If Facebook is the Walmart of social medias, is Twitter the bar down the street where everybody's angry, drunk at each other? Twitter is, is also the Walmart of social media. Yeah, no, Twitter is what is like if like the Black Friday Walmart every day. <laughs> <That is what. laughs> Twitter is basically what would happen if 4chan's politically incorrect board had profile pictures. Like, I, I am not a fan of Twitter at all. Like, I think I that mean, website is a toxic waste dump. There's the fact that a third of the users are bots. That's the other thing, too. That's not an actual figure, but it sure feels like that. Oh, but there's there's a, there was an article that came out that showed, like, like, like a minuscule amount of the population, like the American population or even the global population actually uses Twitter. And most of the people who are vocally active, like are even some of the blue check accounts, quite a few of them are like supposedly automated. So like you're not, you might not even, I mean, go figure it's the fucking internet. Uh, maybe it's all one big AI, but like you, you might not even be having conversations with like real people on that website. And also like, Twitter discourse is the fucking stupidest thing in the world. Like, there is no attempt to, like, make conversation. All people do is try to one-up each other with, like, clapbacks or being snarky. Like, even Facebook, to a degree, at least, like, people can ramble and explain themselves. But Twitter, just, like, people just try to be, like, fucking catty with each other. And it's, like, I don't yeah. know. There's some parts of that website that are okay, but I really am not a fan of Twitter whatsoever. It, it really depends on the scale of the community you're interacting with. I that I agree with. Like there are some like I'm on Twitter, like I follow like plenty of people on Twitter. It can be pretty funny, but at like after a Twitter is probably the website that I can spend the least amount of time on. I find it very like draining to be on that website. Um it's just like I can't. This is like too much. It's like I can't do this. But uh, um, I, I'm looping back to the question: Who cares? Uh, it's face. Yeah. Some people are really particular about their friends list and stuff. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a good point. Fair. <laughs> and I guess like I mean, you can always shoot her a message if you really want to. You can send her a message and ask, just like, hey, you know, I sent you a friend request. I don't know if you saw it. Um, you don't have to add me, but you know, I just wanted to let you know just in case you hadn't seen it. So or. Just don't worry about it, because I'm pretty sure I've got, like, four or five unanswered friend requests. Uh, yeah. Yeah. RJ, I think I've had a pending friend request from your little brother for, like, four years now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Whoops. That's fine. Yes, sir. Uh, 50, oh, it's been one year. 52 weeks. Eh, it's cute. He only made two accounts, so... Continue ignoring that. Because um, <laughs> he... Forgot his yeah. password to his old one. Okay. I think. Well. But yeah, uh, don't worry about it. Just, it's Ooh, Facebook. Just get over Just it. Just delete Facebook, honestly. Just yeah. rip off that bandaid now. You'll be a lot happier in a year for it. If it wasn't yeah, for I'm... the Lego pages I follow, I probably would. Just, just subscribe yeah. to their RSS feeds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
maybe. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I have to. I have to maintain this podcast Facebook page. I can't quit. Uh, that's it's true. That's yeah. You could, uh, you could hire that out. <laughs> Just turn it into a bot like everybody else. Yep. <laughs> yes, we're going to the future. Good. The future. Good. Can uh, we can you... we go on the tangent or should we move on? Which tangent? <laughs> the future. I well, like I've been thinking about um, ways to cut out social media. You know, like I'm mainly on Twitter for news about stuff. Mm. So if I could like actually build a strong RSS feed where I just get it directly from the source, maybe I could cut out Twitter. You know? Yeah. 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 I. Well, one, I, unfortunately, I can't help you in the technical aspect because I don't even fucking really know what an RSS feed is. Like, is that just something that feeds to your email and you get like update or some shit? Yeah. It's kind of just like. It's actually how podcasts work. It notifies you something come has come out on the okay. blog. And in some cases, it like copies the entire body text into your reader. Okay. Which I don't really know how that works out with like advertising and stuff. I I would say, like, are you saying you're looking for like publications to like follow or something like that? Uh, or... It would mainly be more like blogs or like artists and yeah. music artists releasing oh. new stuff. I see. Um, I don't really know. Like, I the I listen to like a few podcasts, and that's really it. Um, I don't. I problem is I don't really follow a whole lot of like music type people. Like, I use Instagram mainly for like following like artists and stuff like that. Twitter, I kind of just like doom scroll on there. Yeah, and it's good for that. <laughs> you can always switch and over to Reddit. That's true. Uh-huh. Reddit. Yeah, it's <laughs> really not as bad as it, it's, it's made not out to that me. bad. And there's some really no. talented people on there. I, <laughs> well, I, sure. I know, given the prior reaction, I, I have a feeling as to what this is going to get. I spend quite a bit of my, I mean, not as not as much anymore, but I do spend this quote unquote social media website that I use is probably 4chan the most. Like, I like going on. Okay, we're moving on to the next question. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I wished a friend of mine a happy birthday the other day by text. When he also his response was rude. Further details. His response to me was, hi. Nice of you. Thanks. Take care. Was that rude? We work in the same place, but not the same department. What should I do if we see each other at work? I'm just not going to message him anymore from now on. If I see him, I'll just be cordial. See, um... So you answered your own question. Um, well... Yeah, I mean... Answered his second question. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You go, you go first, John. No, you, you go, go first. first. <laughs> no, okay. you. No, you <laughs> hang up. Okay. <laughs> he hung up hung on, on me. Oh, um, they hung up on me. I... Um, but seriously, you can go first. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, I mean, here's the thing about 4chan.org. <laughs> 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 Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say, I don't know. It's so hard because I feel like this is one of the reasons I, I hate text messages um, because I just, it's so difficult to discern, especially if you're kind of a quote unquote, like anxious or like self-doubting person, like whether a response is meant, you know, how to interpret a response, like could interpret that. It's like, hi, you know, nice of you, thanks, take care. Um, or it could be, hi, nice of you, thanks, take care. Um, I don't, I don't fucking know. So I would say, like, especially if you don't work in the same department, like, probably be fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just a, it, we fucking trip ourselves out over social media way too oh, yeah. much. Like, the oh, servers yeah. should just get shut down for a year and everybody should, like, go on a cleanse because this is, like... This is becoming a problem. Go <laughs> out, meet your neighbors, have yeah, some interaction. Not during the pandemic, I suppose, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. John, what do, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Well, I was going to say the same thing, like the, the dangers of text communication. Um, yeah. To me, this doesn't seem rude at all. Like, hmm. there there's that feeling that you got to use exclamation points to be positive, you know? And like, a period yeah. is just like deadly serious. But yeah. I, I mean, this is a person who's not afraid to use periods in their t- text messages. Yeah. As someone who <laughs> likes grammar and the English language, 
I am a pure. I'm someone who puts a period at the end of every message, and I always wonder if that is happening. I I used to kind of do that. Now I kind of flip flop. Like I'll sometimes I'll, I won't have one, and other times I will. And the problem too with like stuff like a, an exclamation point is it can make you ta- sound like over excited in like yeah, I don't know in an over earnest way, which yeah. isn't necessarily bad, but like. Oh, I totally get it. Like, and I don't know. I I try to read periods sometimes as just more like, like a period to indicate the end of a sentence. Yeah, well, but like the 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 inflection is maybe one more of sincerity rather than severity, if that makes any sense. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I I, again like don't (laughs) don't read too far into it. Just I'm uh, I'm of the. I'm of the camp where I err on the side of um, exclamation points in my own messages, okay. but like I would not interpret this as rude. I guess that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to come off as rude, but if I get this, I don't think it's rude. So yeah. maybe I should just do this. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. Hmm. Last question of the night. Uh, how do people attract attention? With the further details, name five ways. Uh, um, eh. I mean, I'm assuming we're. Sh- hey, we name five ways. Off? We're skipping. Excuse name five ways. Magnetism, gravity, the centrifugal force, the three beaches. Beaches, okay, uh, that's four. Beaches. Nude beaches, nude tacos, tacos. Uh, there's, there you go. Five ways. Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, media. There's the sixth. Oh, attract attention. Okay. Yeah, gravity, um, magnetism. I thought it's like what did, what makes people attractive. Oh, and like the uh, fundamental forces. There. Yeah. I don't know. I still love the answers. Five elements: gravity, magnetism, nude beaches, uh, tacos, and earth, fire, water, Earth. Air. And spirit. There's five. There you go. And charisma. Charisma, strength, dexterity, constitution, wisdom, uh, intelligence. Intelligence. Hey, uh, uh, any, initiative. It was all an RPG from the very beginning. That's right. It's an you RPG? Have have high charisma score to attract right. attention. It's all you need. If you didn't roll your D20s correctly at birth, while well, you're screwed. So Here's a hot <laughs> D&D tip for your characters. <laughs> Charisma is attracting attention in any is in multiple forms. So it could be you're a very persuasive person, but you could be just that scary and intimidating. I thought you needed strength for intimidation. Nope. Oh. Or so you could do cult leader, where like no matter how much people try, they just seem to follow your lead. Interesting. Charisma works wonders. It I mean, do. the twentieth the twentieth century is a testament to that. So good job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We Something. What did yeah. we do? I don't know. All right. We lost ourselves somewhere along the way, though. But well, the tre- was the real treasure the friendship we found along the way. The real treasure was the Ford F one fifties. The supersized meals. Yes, the real treasure. Yeah, so the real Number friendship was the treasure we found along the way. The real treasure was GameStop stock. And it's gone. No, you uh, you can still get stock. It's just not worth as much. (laughs) Oh. Sorry. Do you remember when uh, a few years ago Ford got implicated in supposedly selling F-150s to ISIS? What? No. Oh, wait, no, I do remember that. (laughs) It was either... Well, it, I, I, the way I heard it, the story was a little like garbled. It was either like it, like they were like, "Oh my god, a shipment went missing of Ford F one fifties in the desert," and people were like, "Oh, that sucks." Like we know, like you know, convoys get robbed and shit like that. But then, as like kind of more details came out, they were like, "They really go missing," and Ford was like, "I'll never tell." <laughs> Good. <laughs> Anyone want to come swim in my new pool? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Senator, please. I think your real problem is you need a new car. How about a Ford F one fifty? 
Oh, the Ford F-150. Hey, this one put <laughs> a jihadi in the trunk. Oh, fuck. Don't worry, the blood will wash off. I don't. You can wash the blood off the money, but you can't wash it off your soul. You yes, can't you wash can. it out of the bed of your truck. With new <laughs> Teflon high stick trucks. Okay, now I want a Teflon. Oh, like a like a non a car made of nonstick pans, like that no. material. I just want the car made of that. <laughs> okay, maybe everywhere but the truck bed, because you kind of want oh. stuff to stay in the truck bed. <laughs> I could go anywhere, anywhere. I could I could cook anything in the bed of my truck. Yeah, a nice hot summer day. Oh, actually, kind of crack awesome. some eggs. Dude, they should make a truck that literally the flatbed can be like a grill. It's like called a, a food like a, truck. Oh, RJ. No, it's like not. A, yeah, it is. Truck. Oh, speaking of food trucks. What? I finally watched Big Top Burger. Yeah. <laughs> it's very that. good. I, I like it. <laughs> but did you do the new video Worthy Kids put out? With the, the wire, wire one? Yeah. yeah. I love it. in it. <laughs> in the background. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even see Fuck. I gotta rewatch it. I, I love that animation style and I love the, the sense of humor. I, I think it's a great blending of like Western like animation mixed with kind of like like almost anime type movements and aesthetics and sound effects. I love Worthy Kid. <laughs> love it so much. Okay. I can only think of Steve running up with the katana and the Zomburger one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the one. The one I always go to is the uh, the Palpatine and the uh, Yoda one. <laughs> Yoda, you old sponge! <laughs> you old sponge, Vader! What are you doing? Is this a bit? <laughs> <laughs> I love the crashing sound he makes too. All right. land on the planet. Uh, you will not silence us, RJ. I'm gonna quick wrap this up so I don't have to. You will not spell it. <laughs> Thank you to the both of you for joining this episode. Welcome, sir. Thank you for convening the court. Yes, thank you. Yes. I uh, now call this session to order. Bang, bang. <laughs> I, uh, I, I second. There we go. Okay, we're starting the podcast now, boys. <laughs> Wait, yeah, don't know about it. <laughs> Round two. Hi, I'm John, and welcome to Better Buddies. Uh, oh, my God. me today is uh, RJ. <laughs> I, I, it's not. It, hello, this is not my show anymore. And it's, James, hello. When you love something, set hello. it free. And if it yes. doesn't come back, it never <laughs> belonged to you in the first place. This is the episode where we release the Eldritch God Bazinga. Everyone, ready to say the word at the same time? It all takes there, seven people. Count of three. Everybody say Bazinga. Hey, if we get fifty people to say Bazinga, <laughs> get that. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, two, three. three. Bazinga. Hey. John didn't participate. I'm here to keep him sealed away. John must no be sacrificed to the great god Bazinga. Alright, <laughs> well, see everyone, see everyone a thousand years from now when we can do that again. But <laughs> I well, ruined it. It's John's the last episode, everyone. Uh, he's going to get sacrificed. Thank oh, you to the like band Problem of Interest for uh, the theme song and for playing John's sacrificial uh, ceremony. They're real cheap. It was a real, real, real good get. Truly living good in the music. moment. Indeed. Uh, yeah, just I just lost everything there. Uh, we're on so they're on iTunes and Spotify. Go find them. We're on iTunes and Spotify too. Go find us. We're also great. Uh, we're on face social media as much as we may or may not like it. Facebook, Better Buddies. Twitter at Better Budcast. Tweet about the show using the hashtag Better Buddies. And add us, because, you know, why not? We'll respond. And our Gmail, betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. Emailing questions you may have that you want answered. Fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love or war. Or uh, if you have any other eldritch horrors you need us to help you release, we'd be happy to do that. We have one fresh sacrifice waiting. Hello. Be sure to go back and look for clues that led up to this moment and all the other episodes. (laughs) Yes, everybody. Yes. Become Nick Cage. While you're doing that, get an episode to 50 downloads and we'll review some gum. We'll do a gum review episode. Uh, Our data is trending upwards. Downloads are increasing. 
two-minute chewing segment for the ASMR car- crowd? No. That would be great. That would be great. I would do bonus that. Bonus content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if we get a bonus feed, we'll put it on the bonus feed. Dude, we could release an ASMR album, just like Lego. Oh, it's our Patreon content, yeah. Yes. If we, if we, I mean, we got double-digit downloads in our last two episodes, so eventually we might get a Patreon <gasps> in, like, ten years. Yeah. Hey, that's sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah. Well. And last but not least, be a better buddy. That's fair. Yeah. Who's texting you? Just my stepbrother. Look at this dork over here having siblings. I know. Yeah, this is the one who has four of them. Yeah. (laughs) Open up. The count. And you've got two of them. I do. Kind of more, if you count Mike. Sure, I'll count him. Dope. You're dope. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thank you. I feel loved. Mm.